Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. So this week we have on our first time, we have three guests at the same time. Which is a little tricky to do, Kim. You, you, you're very good at doing this, but it is very difficult. To edit, you mean? Yeah, to edit and also to hear each other because everybody seems to be talking to each well, other. Well, you know, with- they're, it's, so it's two sisters and a mother, the Bickleys, Charlotte, Sophie, and Kim. You guys probably know Charlotte and Sophie from Instagram. They're fashion bloggers, influencers, and they founded Yin to My Yang, that account. Um, so as in any family, they talk very naturally together and you who can be more honest to each other than two sisters and a mom they they really like are involved in their dating lives similarly to how we are in our family I think and they have a good relationship the yes. two sisters and the mom yes and, and they're so different and I think the father's involved too yes. in the conversation and often they're they're very close they're a very close-knit family and uh, all into fashion and um, all into each other which is really mm-hmm. nice to see yeah if you follow either of the sisters they post their parents all the time and they're just so funny off the cuff let's let's hear them because they are going to be fun i think so guys we are joined by charlotte and sophie bickley they created yin to my yang on instagram they are also sisters of course and we're joined by their mom kim so we're very excited for this family affair thanks for being here (laughs) We got three for the price of one. (laughs) It's really, really fun. Thank you for having us. We love anything family oriented. So Mm -hmm. it's really special to be also accompanied by you and your grandma. I think your whole podcast idea is so genius, to be honest, just like so great. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. That's so sweet. So we have two Kims and two Syracuse grads. So hopefully it doesn't get too confusing (laughs) in our convo here. But I do want to ask you to, you started into my Yang. I want to hear that process of how it got started. And also you're working with family. So I guess the best and worst parts about that as well. So I'll get, I'll start with how it got started. So, um, I'm two years older than Charlotte and, um, sometimes people get people think I'm younger, which I think is so funny, but cause I don't see that, but, um, yeah, anyway, so I was working in PR and fashion and I, it was kind of like the beginning of influencing and bloggers and wow. I, and doing my position in PR, I would kind of like track what they were wearing and see if they were wearing the brands and stuff like that. And if that's when I first got introduced to the whole idea of what it was. And so we kind of long story short from there, we just started it for fun because we like always love fashion and people always complimented our natural style. And our dad, it has worked in fashion like right. his whole career. So we were kind of uh, introduced to it, yeah. I guess mm-hmm. you could say from that too. And so we were like, let's do something with this or try. Cause we also wanted to do something together. And so we we launched it officially like we did Instagram and then we also had a website where now we still have the website, but we don't really use it. So that was in 2016. Oh, a long time. Yeah. Six years. And we were kind of just seeing, it was like very much a learning process and we just kind of saw what was going to happen. And we got really lucky. I think people liked the whole niche we had with two sisters that don't really look alike and have very different styles in a lot of ways. And also seeing the family dynamic because our mom and our dad, people are so interested in them over us. I swear, (laughs) maybe you guys see the same thing, but people, I think just like to see that whole thing. So I think that's why we saw success when it is such a time where it's so hard to be successful in social media because it's so saturated. Mm -hmm. Long story short. Yeah. Yeah. Kim, what was your reaction? 
when they started this? Was this something you expected after they both graduated colleges to go into this type of field? So they both had jobs first. Sophie was working um, for an executive search firm. Charlotte was working at um, Bergdorf Goodman as a buyer. So they both had their jobs first and they really had been speaking about this for quite a while. Um, And so obviously as their mom, I was excited. Um, I really knew nothing about the space at that time and um, wasn't sure what that would entail, but I fully supported it. And I, of course, you know, you asked about the relationships and, you know, working with family. I was a little nervous and tentative about that aspect of it, but I figured I'd be along the way, which I have been, and I'd be there. Well, I think you came up with the name. No, I I think think I came up with the name and, you know, we we don't remember who came up with the name or when. Yeah, we we sort of searched around the fact that they really are so different. Um, you know, I thought it would be a, just a really fun experience for them, it's, you know, mm-hmm. as, like, as if it was a startup. So that's how I approached it. Yeah. Kim, what do you think the biggest difference between your daughters is? Oh, my oh God. yeah, I love that. There's so many. Oh, my gosh. So they have a lot of differences. And they, of course, to me, have a lot of similarities as well. But I would say their biggest difference is Charlotte probably looks sort of more forward and Sophie lives sort of more in the moment. I would have said I'm super sensitive and Charlotte's super um oh that's good too. Yeah that's that one's the most obvious one in our work. Like I cry all the time over things that Charlotte say that are not like worthy. (laughs) And I don't want to say I don't want to say I'm not sensitive. I assume I kind of like have realized this in the last like couple of months. I I assume people think the way I think. That sounds similar kind of to our dynamic, I feel that I'm very, very sensitive, sensitive and she's very straightforward. Yeah, so, Wait, Gail, I, I knew we were both the best. <laughs> but the, the age is different. We'll get into it, I'm sure. But Sophie's now dating a guy who like literally is so straightforward mm-hmm. and like doesn't beat around the bush at all. Yeah. So I actually appreciate that about him because I feel Sophie's other boyfriends have been like scared of me <laughs> and Ethan will like roast me and it's really funny. Like he'll do it in a funny way, but we have a family group chat and he'll be like, He'll just like say, he'll be like, Charlotte, like what? And like, I think it's like a great quality. So it's interesting that you're now dating someone who's like that. Yeah. And how long have you been in this relationship, if I may ask? So I've been in the relationship since July of 20, like COVID that oh, summer. Okay, so a while. Okay. Yeah. And, but we've been friends for like seven years now. Very I'm, nice. I met him through actually an ex-boyfriend of mine. But- I have to say one thing about Sophie though, cause Gail, I've like, I listened to a few things about you and I know you have your like pearls of wisdom when it comes to advice re boys, but Sophie is the type of girl who does not abide to any dating no. rules. And I'm actually more like insecure when it comes to like boys. Like I like, like to be courted. I like the boy to text me and like, I'm less of a risk taker. I've gotten like with age, like I just sort of am like a boy's either going to like me or they don't, but Sophie's never been the type to do that. And it always works out for her. And Ethan no, it does not always. Work <laughs> she, she is like a monogamous dater. And like Ethan was very much, you were like laid it out for him. And it, yeah, he was very much someone that what? like, I don't know. We were friends before, so I'm very comfortable around him. And right. I basically was like, do you want to be in a relationship or not? Like, I'm tired of boys who are like, mm. and like, I well, for him as a friend regardless. So it was kind of just like, let's be friends or let's like do this and not have it be like weird in between. Okay. I'm a firm believer that, um, and I, of course, always have given advice to these, to the girls over this, over the years, but you know, don't worry because when you're ready, 
mm-hmm. it'll come to you or you'll find it or whatever. I obviously have zero worry about these two in terms of finding their, their, their man, their perfect match. And I think um, with Sophie, she was ready. Yeah, but like for a while, I was like, oh my God, I'm never going to find anyone. Of like, course, both and of you. I I mean, took, and like, it's a normal thing to feel, but yeah. it, 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 it just with, you know, what, you know, I'm older and wiser with that stuff. Right. You do want to tell your old self not to stress about it that much, but it's hard in the moment to not do it. <laughs> what does your boyfriend feel? Uh, Sophie's, uh, what, what does he feel about your career? I mean, with the, with the clothes, does he like this? Is he into question. this? Literally, he could, if I, since we were friends before, if I had told you that he would have wanted to date me, I would have said that the whole job and everything was too much for him, but it doesn't bother him really at all. Like he makes fun of things. He's like the (laughs) biggest Instagram troll I've ever, he's on Instagram all day. And I'm like, you like talk about how you never use it. You're on it more than I am. Like, which is fine. It's just funny. And so, yeah, he actually surprisingly like is fine with it. (laughs) tries to be a fat he is a fashionista in yeah. himself as well but I think so that makes both, it better that both, makes it easier yeah yeah for both Sophie and I like this is one thing that we have our types are very different but for one thing that's similar with both of us I think because Sophie and I both are active on Instagram and I like to consider our Instagram like you know it's a persona ultimately like Sophie and I like behind like Instagram, like there's different things, but I'm so attracted. And I feel you're the same because Ethan's sort of like this to a guy who like doesn't care about Instagram at all. Yeah. I, like, I think it's a major red. I've dated a guy that like was into my Instagram and like wanted me to like post him and whatnot. And like that ultimately is a massive red flag to me. I think a guy that like literally could care less about Instagram has like two posts, like whatever is more someone I gravitate towards, which is interesting, but I think it's like the opposite. Maybe it's like clashing people both wanting to be. Right. Okay. Wait, two follow-up questions. One, what number of followers does a guy have to have for it to be non-cringy? Like if he has 3,000. Under a thousand, under a thousand, like uh, over over a thousand. My boyfriend has less than my dog, but he has like 300. (laughs) Yeah. This is so specific to a small audience out there. That's really millennial audience. This, you know, it's very, very difficult to translate what you girls are saying mm. to somebody who's over 50. No, uh, 100%. It's hard to even explain what we do to sometimes. Well, that's what I, you know, that's what I'd like to get to also because mm-hmm. we yeah. have an audience. Kim and I have developed an audience that we have an awful lot of people over 50 listening. Right. Yeah. And it's fun to hear you guys speak about. So this. I think, well, I understand your hesitancy because you might not understand what we're saying, but I also think it's important that you do understand because oh, yeah. when you or your friends are list, like listening to their grandkids, they want to be like, oh, I understand they're saying like their amount of followers, if it's more than 5,000, that's a little strange. You don't have 5,000 personal friends. I don't even have two friends after this. <laughs> We've criticized everybody in the world on this <laughs> this podcast. So, oh my goodness. I love um, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I think I just want to make it so that the girl and, uh, girls understand we have a, an audience yeah. that sort of goes from, let's say, your mom your yeah. age to your mom's to your grandparents age so, so it, be- it becomes yeah. interesting to see how they would react to somebody you know kids who are constantly on this and right. what or they would say understand the language I get what you're saying right I mean, like an overview of what we did is or what we do is um 
originally kind of just talk about fashion on a website blog and connect different links to buy the clothes. And then that turned more into Instagram when blogging on or influencing on Instagram became bigger of a thing. And so we, we partner with brands, post their their stuff for posts, um, do kind of a bunch of different media related type things, podcasts, whatnot, events. So overview, that's what, like when, when you say our career and our boyfriends being able to handle it, that's kind of what it is. Kind of pu- a pretty public yeah. thing. Yeah. And Sophie and I also just something that's more mainstream and understandable. We uh, write for this magazine, The Daily oh, yeah. Front Row, which we serve as editors at large for them. So that's also a really which is fun a fashion thing. magazine. But um, yeah, just like an influencers, I feel like a modern day, you know, like. I always say it's like a modern day advertisement for a lot of brands. In yeah. The sense yeah. That- people buy the clothes off of um people's posts and backs or right. i guess you can say from a photo that is taken in like with an iphone within second or minutes instead of these huge campaigns and i mean right. we, we see a lot of brands doing influencer tiktoker campaigns now so i think that's a that's one of the big things it does and it just is like someone you can relate to that is inspiring you or influencing you quite literally to want to wear that brand or figure out what your style is. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would it's, say. We were shopping the other day and you were like, we were like, how do we find out what's trendy? And you were like, do, do people still look in a Vogue spread? I'm like, no, I just look at yeah. I think it's even evolved since the girls have started in the sense that for even people who are older, if, if you don't have a phone and you're not using a phone or on Instagram, then you won't get it at all. But if you've been using your phone and are on Instagram, even if you're older and maybe don't use it mm-hmm. as much as a younger person would, you will start to get what's going on here and mm-hmm. understand what an influencer actually is doing because you see it, you know, on the Instagram. I'm thinking of my mother, for example, their right. grandmother who, you know, I, she, I, she loves it to keep in touch, t- touch with everyone. And on top of it, she'll say things that, you know, oh, and this and that happened because she's seeing the trends because of Instagram. Right. So I think if if you're not a user, you're you're out of you don't get this at all. But if you're a user, I think you get it. And I think most people today do do some form of. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Bumpa, we call our grandma Bumpa. Mom, she literally DMs me all the time and is like, I love that DVF blouse. Like, I yeah. I did it, a poll it, being like, would you watch me on TikTok? And she said, no. Yeah, she's, she's very <laughs> sassy with her answers. And I think she's sincere about her answers. So if she says no, she means it. She like, isn't just clicking. It was like her and one other person. I was like, bum, bum. <laughs> But you know, I think she, re- she, not only does she love it to keep in touch with you guys and see your every move, but on top of it, it is like looking through an old Vogue magazine. Mm-hmm. You just flip through stuff and see what's going on. So Charlotte and Sophie, um, what is your biggest style difference? I want to know. And then also your types in men, you said is very different. So how, how is that? Uh, I'll do, want me to do style? You can yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I would say like, correct me if I'm wrong, the easiest way to put it and the way we have put it is I'm more like spontaneous and she's more like, she like knows the trends really well. I think, would you say that's true? Like, yeah, yeah. and like maybe like a little bit more feminine and like, I'm a little bit more tomboyish maybe. Um, but like, I'll like just put an outfit together and if I'm like into it and it might not be on trend and then I'll like, I'll catch up with the trends eventually from her and whatever, like, like we're just saying, but I think that's like the biggest difference. Yeah. Like she's always had a really good eye for like the what's in what's hot and whatnot. 
Not that I is there anything is there well, anything think, hot now besides sweatpants? I mean, I'm not even I'm, sure. And after I live COVID. in sweatpants. Yeah, we, like I live. Well, we all did. I mean, we've taken yeah. 18 months of living in sweatpants. I don't even know how we convert to any kind of normal fashion anymore. <laughs> I agree with you, Gail. I, I don't know how you do either. It's really hard for me. We but- actually had a listener write in that they wanted to ask you guys if skinny jeans are still in. Okay. I literally, okay, you can answer, but I think we're both going to have the same answer on this one, actually. Mm-hmm. I love like a baggier mom jean. I like a high-waisted jean. Skinny jeans are cute, but I just, for some reason, I'm like obsessed with like the like jeans that like flare a little now at the ends and have a slit. Like mm-hmm. it just looks good on my petite frame, but. So I'm a little, quite a bit yeah. taller. So quite I taller. do like skinny jeans, high-waisted. I do not ever wear anything that's not high-waisted. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wonder if that's going to stay in forever because it was not in style for yeah, a while. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, but it, Especially yeah. with Y2K fashion coming back when a lower waist yeah. kind of jean. Now I'm not the fashionista of the family because I've, completely given up that role for the girl, <laughs> but, um, too exhausting to do them and me, but, um, I used to love skinny jeans, but now I don't as much. And I agree with Charlotte. I like something with a little bit of a flare. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable too. That, yeah. I don't think yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's gonna, I think skinny jeans are always going to be worn in long-term. They will too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But I also I, think they're a little sexy. So yeah. When I, when I go out night, at night, I wear right. my skinny jeans usually. Right. Yeah, like, I can see that. Yeah. I think I have style. So it's interesting though. That's like literally, no, I think I have style that, sorry, I was going to say, I think I have style that like sometimes a boy might not understand. Oh, like man repeller. Man repeller vibes. Um, and it's so funny because my friend, my, one of my best friends, Sammy, she like loves skinny jeans. She loves everything like very feminine and like posh and like, some, I like 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 Hailey Bieber vibes and like I can understand why I, she always looks so cute and amazing, but like sometimes her style is like a little like baggy, grungy, and you know what I like. That yeah, too, I like though. it. I love it. I think that's in right now. Yeah, it is. COVID <laughs> also made it yeah. more acceptably in. I feel like 90s fashion is really in right now. Like yeah. the yeah. like the little which is like God help us. I love yeah. 90s. Yeah. It's so cute. Well the thing with the mini uh, purses though, you can't fit your phone in it. No, I know. I love the mini purses because I'm like small. I love. I have one that like fits just my phone and my wallet (laughs) and stuff. But I, I'm like really into this. But it's, it's just everywhere and like the patterns are very like hippie like vibes. Mm -hmm. Like, so moving on to your type in men. (laughs) Okay, Sophie, (laughs) me and Sophie, thank God, have literally never overlapped. We do not have the same type at all. The closest we came was. Two summers ago during COVID, we dated best friends. Yeah, but they're not. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> they don't the closest. Alike. No, they don't look alike and they're not like, but the closest we've ever come. Right. To be. And they were, yeah. yeah they don't were, say <laughs> anywhere. No, Stop. no. No, it's 100%. No, okay. Okay, whatever. But Sophie, I think her type has always been like a really like, I like to call it, well, it's kind of evolved because Ethan has like a lot of style, but you used to like a guy that like, Wore khakis, polos, polos. Like, such bad stuff. Yeah, like, like just like, and she would try to like change. Try to change. Skin. You like that? I like that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's so. It's more of an old fashioned style. Yes, it is. Yes, it and is. I went and like it's kind of preppy. No, it's very Ralph Lauren. It's very yeah, yeah. exactly. So I had like I had a boyfriend who would wear like khakis, like legit, like a dad outfit, New Balances, and like a tucked in like something. <laughs> 
horrible. My boyfriend now is still like on that side. Like he's from Maine. He really likes L Bean and things like that. Oh, I like that. Edgy, edgy stuff, edgier stuff too. No, he has great style, Ethan. He wears like pretty tight pants, which like looks good. Yeah. (laughs) And I wouldn't think that before. But um, and then I'm like a really big is like funny. I'm sure that's the same for you. But I like I was trying to think earlier about a common denominator between all because my type's kind of not Mm -hmm. that set in stone. And they have to be funny. Our boys have to be funny like that. I think our you wouldn't be able to like hang with our family if you didn't have a sense of humor. Yeah. And Sophie and I both are very family oriented. I think having mm-hmm. like family values is so important. And it's something that I actually weirdly every boy I've like gone out with has had like a good relationship with their family. I love someone who's I actually like someone who's not really in the scene family oriented. Um you are in the scene though. I, I yeah, and I like to go out and be social, but <laughs> I like like I'm like someone who like would ideally like if I had a boyfriend, I'd love to like be in on a Saturday night, go to dinner with him, yeah. go on like a double date. Um <laughs> and it's just so funny. Like my, my ex, um, I was dating an older guy like three years ago and he wore skinny jeans. And so he would always be like, <laughs> no, his, his legs were, so yeah, tiny. his legs were like skinnier than Sophie's. <laughs> no, I'm no, it wasn't the skinny jeans that I was, I was alarmed once when he was wearing the shortest, like, um, the swim trunks. The Liberquian. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And so I walked out and I was like, oh my God, who's like the, I thought it was like her, Charlotte's legs. They were like, they look so good. <laughs> I'm well, I hope he's not listening. No, he won't. He won't. He won't. He also won't care. Yeah, he won't care. We're we're very amicable. I loved. I'm amicable with all Maxes. But um, yeah, I think that that's probably. I think you just have to have a good vibe. And like, I've gone out with like a lot of people, and I think ultimately, like, a genuine, unique connection is something that's like really hard to find. And like, when you do, you you like you know the people that are special for you. Mm-hmm. Kim, has either of your daughters ever brought someone home to you that you were just like, what the F are you thinking? And did you say it, Kim? Did you tell them? I did. I did. I'm not. I'm, 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 a, I'm a believer of um, letting them find their own way a little bit. Yeah. But I uh, always I mean, we're together every minute. We speak every day, every minute. How often do the girls yeah. bring someone home to you? I think so well, easier to bring someone home to our parents yeah but I'm like cringing thinking about some of the situation like yeah like (laughs) they brought quite a few home to me (laughs) every few years for me every few years we even joke that like you know maybe if it's someone serious you better not bring them home to me maybe I'm bad luck I can can, like not consider myself a serial dater but like I guess I or a monogamous serial dater no they I don't think you know I don't think either of you guys brought like just any Joe Schmo home it was it was when they brought him him home to me it was someone that they thought was special and I would almost always um with the exception maybe one or two times really 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 see the best in that person (laughs) who's more critical you or your husband about Sophie and Charlotte's dating life I mean we're both pretty I mean honestly I think this is why so many people love us like you know all the young kids really love to come around us and talk with us and stuff we're both pretty lenient and again Mm -hmm. don't judge but maybe Ian yeah I'm like, so he's secretly critical. he's so DL like won't tell us but is DL Judging. like when we break up with them he just is coming yeah. at us with yeah. all these things no, right yeah. we didn't start with this but Kim how did you meet their dad oh uh, yes I met Ian in Bermuda so I went to Skidmore College also upstate and um the my freshman at the end of my freshman year I went to Bermuda um at the beginning of the summer and Ian is from Bermuda and um, 
I had been there for a really long break for almost two weeks. At the end of the two weeks, I was at sort of a club, nightclub type thing. But at, back then, we called it a disco. And he asked me to dance. Oh, that's it. And then from then, that point on, you know, it's almost even hard for me to you remember to and imagine. You have to tell the funny part about it. I'm going to just tell her them. Okay, so her friend, her roommate from college lived, lived in Bermuda. And my dad approached her and was like, do you want to dance with me? My mom at first said no. And then Elise was like, Kim, he went to Harvard. He's such a great guy. You need to say yes. No, but we we had a really nice connection right away. But, you know, um, I tell you, honestly, you can't even compare it with today's dating because well, it, it, it's, it's so, it's so, it was so, so different. I... Mom would have been psycho. How do we we communicate? I don't know. He called me once or twice on the hard line. He wrote a letter or two. Then we had decided to meet at the end of that summer. Um, My family would go to Nantucket for August. And so he was going to come visit me in Nantucket. And I mean, I joke with the girls. They know. I said, to this day, I don't know how we figured out how to do that. Because I'm even so used to using the phone and the this and the that. Mm -hmm. You know, for instant everything. So... Anyway, it's an old-fashioned, um, you know, love story for sure. And Wait, you have to wor- tell them, did you tell them we broke up for two years? Yeah. So we broke. We did break up for. I mean, for, we did break up for a little while because Ian was graduating, and I think he was anxious about all that. And I was still um, a school. senior at, at school. And um, then again, I don't know how this happened, but we we somehow reconnected. I mean, he was in New York, and I was in New York. But we reconnected, and you know, the rest is history. It's so interesting because we've talked, we did an episode before on taking a break and if that's a legit thing, or if it's just a softer way to say, I want to break up without, you know, really as heavy as a blow, I guess when you within that situation, you didn't go into it as let's take a break and reconvene. It was more like hard stop and you happen to come back together. But what are your thoughts on breaks like are those first of all I think Kimmy in in Kim's case you know it's also age when you're in college it's not necessarily a complete breakup because it's timing and as you know if you're going on going on to start your workplace and and she's still in school so I think it's different than today if you're talking about 28 and 29 year olds going on a break that's usually a break uh you know there's it's not it's not really the same I agree with you I think that was how that went down you know, today, from what I've learned from the guys that I've seen with Sophie and Charlotte and just around and whatever, mm-hmm. I think a break is a soft way of breaking right. up. Yeah, yeah I say, would agree yeah. with that. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless there's actual, you know, things that they're you're working on. I, I think it's just it, it. It just seems like the millennials and the Gen Z's, they just aren't. That's not mm-hmm. what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think there's something that you need to work on. If you need to work right. on something when you're dating. I move on, move on to the next. Person. I don't agree with that. I, I know agree. you don't, but I, I think you're so wrong. I so agree with you. I mean, I, Charlotte tells me things where they're working on that and they've been dating for what, five months. I'm like, no, 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 no. no that doesn't mean things aren't perfect yeah. though. You have to like, if no. not everyone communicates in the same way and not everyone is used to the same thing. So I think like you have to have those conversations with your partner before just saying, oh, it's not working. Goodbye. Like, I think you have to at least make an effort. I, I think don't it depends know on how long you've been dating. Yeah. I think like two years into it, like, yes. But like, if you're in the first year and you're having to like work on things, there's like, there's I mean, little wrong. things that if you're going to change little things about you that like, they just naturally do because they see that you like it that way. But if you have to like talk about it and actually like come together, I think it is a little bit of a red flag. Maybe there's exceptions for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think 
timing though is everything. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. And I think that sometimes like there's circumstances that play into things like mm-hmm. that. Like you've heard like stories of girls. It just like all depends on like whatever. Like sometimes you meet a guy and you're like, you had to like kind of like get yourself into him. It wasn't like the, like a click after, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, yeah, and instantaneous. And then sometimes there's like, circumstances where people have job conflicts and things like that. Like I've really heard like a lot of different things. And I think, I think at 20, I do agree with you though, Gail, like at 29 and 28, that's more like me and this guy, we were dating and he was 33 or 34 and I was like 24 and we dated for a year and then like, didn't see it moving that direction. So I think like, that's clear that that's never happening, but other things I've been in situations where other things I think like there's still definitely young boys starting their careers a lot yes. might say they want to go on a break and it does not mean a hard no because I that I had experienced that actually. that is true that is true yeah like someone who we like ended up reconnecting and dated for like about Ethan. well Ethan I we weren't romantic before fair, we were fair, friends fair. But, but I think you yeah. always like liked him no I did I did yeah yeah and what do you for think sure. of Ethan oh I love Ethan good See, that's He's good. A that's a good thing. Someone. <laughs> right. And I love that he loves Sophie for all her everything. So I think mm-hmm. I got that's to me. Because I'm a lot. So like I'm a yeah. lot for sure with Ethan. Not like <laughs> so I'm like, I, I tread very carefully with Ethan. Ethan's on a I love Ethan. Ethan's very like king of the family. We're all like Ethan. <laughs> yeah. We love to ask all of our guests if your grandma ever gave you any advice when it comes to dating or relationships. Yeah. Bumpa. So my mom's mom, who's actually also named Sophie has given me a lot of advice. Cause I call her of like a lot of times just to like cry and like be super dramatic and whatever. And she's given me a lot of advice. Yeah. Well, grandmas love that. So that's, yeah, all. yeah, she loves it. And so she'll give me advice. And then also she's good after the fact to point out things that she didn't like about them too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to ask a question. Have either one of you girls, because it's so topical now been bullied on your, on your Instagram at all? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, this, I think it's something that you could talk to the audience because how do you deal with that? So like there was a period where it just got bad for a second there. It was honestly during COVID. I think people had too much time on their yeah. hands because this is like these like fake accounts that just say like mean things, but I dealt with it at first. I would let it bother me so much, even though I didn't want to. And I would like respond and like, not in a mean way though. I always like to kill people with kindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and that actually makes them more mad. I learned. So like, yeah. Um, but I learned that like, it's literally like, if you think about it, it's like someone behind an account or maybe it is the real person, but they're just like going after you for really like, they don't know you first of all. So if it's something about your personality, you can just be like, they literally don't know me. And if it's something else about your style or your looks, it's just like, you have to just remember like what, like so many other people are, you're loved by so many other right. people. And, but it is really irritating. Yeah, it's right. hard. The only thing I will say is that like Sophie and I, and like our family, we're all very positive people. And anyone who feels the need to speak negatively about someone ultimately is not happy with themselves. And you just have to remember yeah. that. Like, I'm right. Very- like I'm so happy for everyone around me. I'm happy for my sister. Like I don't have a boyfriend right now. So if he's like soon to be married, maybe like, I'm so happy for her. you have to be happy for everyone around you and good things will happen. It's karma. It's Big believer nice. in karma. Yeah. yeah I was you just know? Say yeah. That. Um, mm-hmm. 
So, but yeah, but it is hard to deal with. And I agree, like it, growing up in that environment, because people oh, can just hide. tough behind. for these kids today. It's so tough for these kids today. I feel really awful. So I want to end the episode with a game, um, kind of like a little most likely with the Bickley situation. I'll say a scenario and you guys can say in the family who's the most likely to do it. So the first one is most likely to be active on dating apps. Me. Sophie. Sorry, I won't say yeah, it. No, yeah, Sophie, Sophie. She is, she Definitely. is. Definitely. Before I like a setup. I thought I was very much about like if you are wanting to date, you should because I'm the person, the the boy who came back was I met him on hinge and then he mm-hmm. wanted to focus on his career and then we dated. So I think there can be success in those. Mm-hmm. I've had full successes. I like I've dating apps, I've had successes. I reconnected mm-hmm. with someone on a dating app. Like it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, most likely to break up with a guy. Sophie. Sophie. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Everybody's no, I, in agreement. <laughs> it is yeah. so hard to break up with someone. I like no, but you are I must have you've done it. But you have thing. actually done it. Charlotte hasn't done someone. it. Yeah. No, I know. So right, I mom, that's not true. I did. So I've okay. had to do it tw- I've had to do it twice in a yeah. big way and then three times with the same person who I like truly did love, but like I was just in mm-hmm. such a crazy headspace. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very bad about it. Like I could see myself using the take a break as a way to yeah which is not good, but like, I'm just, I hate hurting people's feelings, right. but it's, it's almost harder than getting broken up with sometimes. Yeah. I, wait, by the way, I, I did break up with one person, my high school boyfriend, but <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. well, we're not going back to high school. <laughs> I actually think being broken up with is better. Usually I think both of my breakups were mutual due to self-sabotage at the end there. But, um, I think that being broken up with is better because then you can like do things free will. Whereas if you like, if you're to hook up with someone or like have a fling with someone right after it's like you have guilt you feel bad like you can just live your life tell that to mm-hmm. someone when someone breaks up with yeah <laughs> I know yeah. you don't want to hear yeah. it yeah. no no okay parent um who is most likely to party with your boyfriends yeah or mom used to be mom yeah used, or to, used be to be me I don't drink yeah. anymore not because of any problems <laughs> so I just decided to stop drinking but I totally used to, they used to all, they both went to um, boarding school for a minute and they used to bring everyone back here. Parent pushing for an engagement. Neither, but Neither. I guess, oh my God, that's hard. Dad, Neither. maybe <laughs> dad's like, get them out of my hair. <laughs> so it's, time, it's time to move on girls. Well, I am obsessed with both of you. Thank you Wait, all for coming you. on. You guys, um, terrific. Please tell our listeners how they can follow you. Okay, so you can follow us on Instagram at yin, which is Y-I-N, and then the number two, my yang, Y-A-N-G. Then we have at C-H Bickley, at Soph Bix, and then honestly, at Kim Bickley, okay. one. And then at I don't, don't make it confusing, girls. We're, we're dealing with a group that can't can get very confused. Go to our Instagram, and then through that, you can find the tagged Instagram. Yeah. And our dogs and all oh, of the whole, the whole family. You're terrific. Love and it. Kim, I give you a lot of kudos. Very Thank nice. So Wonderful. <laughs> okay. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode with the Bickleys. 
Well, I enjoyed it. I could. The mother was is a super cool mom. She really <laughs> has a good handle on the two girls because you can see that they they are different, mm-hmm. but love each other and respect each other's differences, which is nice to see in a family. And the mom is a really steady anchor and uh, mm-hmm. very supportive of both of their different ways of thinking and dressing and and social life so that's it's really very uh, it made me feel good about families are still alive and well okay so for our 1950s movie of the week we're doing the 60s still we're, we're pushing yeah we're pushing it up a little to the early 60s that's all right kim uh the parent trap you guys probably know the one with Lindsay lohan from the 2000s but there was an original parent trap and obviously got to do two sisters since we had two sisters on this week best movie by the way have you seen both versions of it i don't i don't remember they all seem to seem to be alike but i can't believe how many years ago it is with Lindsay lohan that, oh. that i mean it, it really makes me feel very old because she's i think isn't she she's probably got married no, now. no she's oh my not. gosh Lindsay lohan do you know anything about her what is she doing now? She's so funny. So she like opened a bunch of nightclubs. Oh. Another great episode of Excuse My Grandma. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Excuse My Grandma and write in any questions you have and have a great week. <laughs>